we are back once again. I am the towering inferno, Mr. Brandon Humerick. Here once again with the lovely Taylor Kaufman. Hello, hello. I thought... I'm glad that I finally picked this book. Yes. Because this is probably one of my uh, favorites that I just kind of happened to like stumble upon. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where most of my books have come from on Audible. Very true. But this week, we are discussing a book by Philip C. Quintrell called Rise of the Ranger. It's the first book in the Echo Saga. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. It was, it was a great, great book. Great book. Yeah, I yeah, did I like this book a lot. I mean, I've probably listened to this one like six, seven times Damn. since I started it last summer. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Like, I've gone through the series four times. Damn. All nine books. It's a lot, man. Yeah. I'm just thinking of the hours. I'm a master listener on Audible. I've got 800 <laughs> hours on that motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> We're starting off the day like that. All right. Well, we'll continue on that note for a second. Because since I've gotten ATI or Ask the Internet, I just like asking my friends these questions. This is just great. So, so. Evil Fear Finger Pyramid. Mr. Burns. Yes. So, Taylor. Yes. Would, Would you, you rather, A, leave a date with a 10 out of 10 for 10 minutes to take a shit, or B, hold it and hope for the best? <laughs> Wait, I'm leaving a date that is a 10 out of 10? Yeah, you're, like say you're out to dinner and like you feel the grumbles. So you're going to go to the bathroom for 10 minutes to take care of that? Like in the middle of it? Like they're going to be aware, like... She's in there taking a shit. <laughs> or you're going to hold it and pray. <laughs> oh, oh, God. But, like, what kind of number two? Like, is it, like, bordering on number three? Like, where I just can't hold it? You're in there for ten minutes. I mean, I, I would assume, you know, chocolate mud baby status. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like women already take long in the bathroom, like, on dates anyways. Because, like, you, you go to the bathroom, you, you definitely will find somebody that in the bathroom that you'll be like, oh, love your outfit. And then you get talking about your cousin's uncle's grandkid for some stupid reason. And then, like, you'll fix your hair, fix your makeup. Like, you do so much stuff in the bathroom already. So if you just skip talking to everybody, I feel like you could definitely say you could have, like, poop and, and like, your, like, the boy won't notice. You know what I mean? Like, like with me, like, like I mean, with your sister, I can just be like, oh, you know, I lost myself on my phone. Yeah. Like, I'm not hiding it at this no. point. But on a first date, is he, uh, is he hot? Like, that's a 10 out of 10. Like, just a little bit less attractive than me. Okay? Because I'm a 12. We're aware of that. We're not, though. <laughs> um, You're right. I'm a 12 out of 5. So I'm technically out of 10. I'm a 24. And if we're rounding up, just make me a fucking 25. 
I mean, if we're really rounding up, make it 30, you know? <laughs> why just round? Yeah, number. why stop at 25? Because I'm a quarter of the way to 100 then. Ooh. Anyways, I, I, I would take the shit. <laughs> because here's the thing. I think I would, too. You, just because. Like, first off, if you do, room for dessert. Make him pay double. <laughs> you know, like, that's the thing. You can have dessert now. You can have another glass of wine. Like, the possibilities are endless. Well, that's very true. But where are you? The Olive Garden? I don't know. I was thinking something fancy. Like, fancy, fancy. Like, fancy like? Like, fancy like. Applebee's. On a date night? Bourbon Street. Oreo No, it's the Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo shake. Get it right. Whatever, as long as you got two straws. I do, <laughs> and a styrofoam for a natty. <laughs> okay, now that we have gone far enough off the books to begin with, let's get into the real meat and potatoes here. The Echoes of Fate, a prophecy uttered unto the world a thousand years ago cannot be denied. Mankind has lorded over the land of Ilion for a thousand years, building on the ruins left by elves as if it was their birthright. A thousand years is a long time for an immortal race to see the truth of things, a truth that has remained unsaid for a millennium. Elves are superior. They are. Kind of are. Kind of are. They are faster, yep. stronger, Check. and connected to the magical realm in every way that a man never could grasp. Ilion should belong to them. Unaware of the shadow that looms in the east, the six kingdoms of man are fractured, unallied and clawing at each other's gates for more power. This isn't just war set to ravage the land, but a slaughter the world of man could never hope to survive. Thrown into the heart of this war is a man known by many names. An outlander, of the wilds, an assassin, a ranger. Asher was born a thousand years ago into a life he doesn't remember. Forty years of brutal training and killing for money has beaten the earliest years of his life away, leaving... Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> leaving his ties to the oldest of evils a mystery to all. Ooh. Yes. Yes. This was an amazing, amazing book. I just really like the cover of this book, too. Oh, yeah. The cover is very, yeah. Very, like I said earlier, very Witcher esque. Yes. Like, the, if you go by the, um, if you go by the show of the Witcher, not the book, how the, how the Witcher opens up with, like, the, you know, he's in the river fighting off that monster. The first few scenes, I think it was like a couple scenes in, was him fighting like a couple monsters, like big ass spitters. And, um, spitters or some spooters? Spooters and spitters. <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> but it, it just reminded me of the same thing. Like, it's very Witcher esque, which I, which I love because I love the Witcher. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I said earlier that this um, this book series kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, 
kind of like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones esque. Yeah, especially with the elves. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I absolutely stumbled onto this series. Like I, I wasn't looking for this series. I had no idea who Philip C. Kentrell was, and Audible just like suggested this book to me, and I fell in love with this series. So. Let's go ahead and get into it. Let's let's dive. Let's dive. Deep dive. Deep dive. Deep dive. Balls deep. Nobody goes balls deep in this book, which is upsetting. Okay, that's. Uh, I would think Asher goes balls deep a couple times. Okay, but like they don't explain it a lot. No, I'm, well, technically, we'll get to who technically goes balls deep, but Asher goes balls deep in the fact that he just like kills a lot of people. Yeah, very, very easily, easily on multiple, multiple occasions. occasions. Yes. Yeah. So, so this book actually starts in the third age, or I'm sorry, the second age, right at the beginning of like the second age, and it starts right at the beginning of the third age. Yes. During the what the, the Dark War, mm-hmm. uh, which was fought. To be like the Elvish, it was fought like the Elvish Civil War. Yeah. With this dark elf Balanus rising up against the rest of the elves and basically trying to bring everyone under his rule so that he can usher forth the gods. Yeah. So that they could walk amongst men and elves. Mm-hmm. And this was also the first battle where you see dragons too, mm-hmm. which I liked. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a dragon. Dragon Ho. Love the dragons. No, there's many more dragons. Okay. Yes. But Asher is just a small boy at this point. Uh, he had been brought to him and his family had been brought in by the elves of the time to educate them and make them more civilized yep. since they were just savages out in the trees. Asher is uh, trying to get away from a fight that's breaking out in this room that he's in. Uh, not, not really sure what's going, what's going on. on. Dragons, Dragons are r- raging outside as, you know, people are stumbling around trying to, to kill each other. other. Yep. And, and Asher's like, well, this is not where I'm supposed, supposed to be. <laughs> so he, um, he is saved, um, by his teacher at the time whose name absolutely escapes me because it was literally mentioned for about three minutes. Yeah. So she uh, she gives him this gem called Paldor's gem mm-hmm. and is like, look, you need to find your family and get out of this castle. Alanis is here. They've broken through the gates. They're trying to find this, but they're, the elders are about to enact this spell. So you need to go. Yeah. So, so he runs through, through the halls, finds his family. They're like, you need to get out of here. They almost left him behind. Yeah, through so a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So, so he's running out. He sees them enter it. He sees them waiting for him over by this tree. And then when he finally gets out, nothing is the same. Mm-mm. Nothing is and the same. And wasn't the, like, wasn't the stone or something, like, it was, like, pulling him, right? Mm-hmm. So it was, like, like it was, it was, it was, like, floating in front of him yeah. because of the magical power with, like, around him at the time. Yeah. Yes. So he, nothing is the same. Mm-mm. He, uh, 
He's running, running through this field. field. The, the tree that he had been watching his father and brother standing by is like this withered, gnarled-looking thing now. He stops and turns around and sees the elven castle of Illithyra behind him, and it's decrepit. Yeah, it's like in shambles. There's moss growing everywhere, vines growing over it, and he's like, what the hell has happened? Like, how was... This, this is, is not the place that, that I, I, I grew up. Yeah, this is not the same at all. So he, he makes it into the tree, starts screaming for his, his dad and his brother and his, his tribe, and here's this, like, growling coming from uh-huh. the tree. And this horrible, like, lizard-looking thing with giant claws comes up to him and is, like, trying to eat him, Yep. and then its head gets chopped off. And he is saved by Master Nalakit. And this man is standing there with a red blindfold across his face, two twin swords in his hand. And he's like, this dude's fighting without using his fucking eyes. Yeah. What is this? And he's like, what are you? He's like, what are you? And he's like, I'm an assassin, boy. What the hell are you doing out here? And then he just takes him. He just takes him. Yeah. He's like, I just found this boy wandering in the woods. Yeah, you see him, right? Come on, follow me. You're going to be his passive now. You're with me. I've adopted you. So the book starts out like that. And then, fast forward, 40 years into the future. Yep. Now Asher, the main character, is a grown man. He... Basically, basically is, is now a ranger. ranger. He's, He's hunting, hunting for this creature that has killed all of these people in Whistletown. Mm-hmm. I love how they just named it Whistletown. Yeah. yeah. The whole time I wanted to say Whistleton. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that makes sense. But uh, yeah, Whistletown. Definitely. Yeah. Different. So he ends up finding this creature that had been killing all of these people. And it's like a giant wolf and a giant spider. Spitter. Yeah, yeah, giant, giant spooder. Spooder. <laughs> that are being controlled by this dude who's like 25, but he looks like he's 87. Because that's what dark magic does to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did not look okay. <laughs> he looked like he was not having a good go at it. Like, he was not having a good, a fun time. He did not get his beauty sleep. Well, that's one way to put it. And he didn't exfoliate for like 50 years. He was, he was 25. 25. I know. That's the sad part. All, All of this, this happened, happened in six months. months. You just need to exfoliate, B, and it won't happen to you. I, if I go from looking, you know, 28 <laughs> to 88 in six months. Oh, I would let you know. Put me down. <laughs> I'll, I'll take you out back. Take, Don't worry. I was going to say, take me out behind the shed. <laughs> old Yeller stuff. Oh, oh, of mice of men. I'm going to be like, like we're going to get, we're going to have more episodes of that podcast. Yeah, yeah buddy, we are. Why don't you go ahead and over there and tell me about the podcast. Tell me about that, man. Also, hold this heavy thing and walk into the river that way. And then you're just going, yeah. Back in the head. Just dumb ski. Clack, clack. Clack, clack. So. Asher, um, Asher kills this dude. Kills this dude, kills the wolf, kills the, the, the spooder. Spitter, spitter, spitter. And, um, you know, go, takes the wolf's head to go back to the town to get his, his pet because he's a ranger. Yeah, but he was, you know, just out on a quest. 
but he was going to take the um the man back but he didn't think anybody would believe him that he was only 25 years old and that this man could be this 80 year old man because that's what they would have said could have done all of yeah even though because he was like they won't believe me if i say dark magic or whatever they'll just think i'm crazy and they won't give me the money so he takes the wolf so he takes the wolf's head and back with them gets paid for it yep like a hefty hefty amount yeah and then we meet Nathaniel. So many characters to meet in this. Yes. So we meet Nathaniel. Nathaniel Galfrey. He is uh, a gray coat, which is essentially an order of knights that are not allied to any of the kingdoms in Ilion. Um, but they will work for all of them. Yeah. So Nathaniel is traveling into Whistletown with his ward at the time. Uh, a lathe who is working on becoming a full-fledged gray coat. She had just gotten her gray coat right before they they left Westphalia, the home of the gray coats. But I I really love her. A lathe? Yeah. Lathe. Yes. She's cool. Mm-hmm. She was a cool character. Yes. A lathe was, was great. Um, so they are traveling into Whistletown. They don't know why they're there. Yeah. Uh, or they just know that, like, their lord... Commander, commander had told them, like, you need to go there. Yep. So they go there, they get to the, the sector house in Whistletown, and they get the the orders from um, that had been sent there for them. Apparently the king of Velia, which is uh, Rengar, mm-hmm. King Rengar, wants Asher, the ranger. And Asher is, is a very famous person at this point because of, obviously, him ranging, but also he is part of... He used to be an Arakesh, which is an assassin. And, and um, he, he was, he, it was like 14 years prior to this, he had betrayed Nightfall, Nightfall and killed two other Arrakesh that were trying to assassinate the queen of uh, Felgorn. Mm-hmm. And everyone was going like, what the fuck? Because that was like one of the first times that people had ever like seen dead Arrakesh. Yeah. Like, like Arakesh has obviously died before and been killed, killed, but like they were very quick to retrieve bodies and things like that. And Asher was just like, you know, you're, only, you're only taking these bodies away. Mm-hmm. So they get their their orders and whatnot, and find out that he is down at this this inn in town, drinking away his his reward money. And Nathan and and uh, Alath like go in there, and they're like, uh, be smart about this. Don't pull your blade. Until, you know, we're right, right up on him. Yeah, because he'll, he'll, he'll know. He'll sense it. Yeah, like he'll be, like, he'll, he'll fuck us up. Yeah. So they're talking about what they're going to do, and the next thing you know, he Asher falls off the bar stool drunk. So they pick him up, they take all of his weapons off of him, hand them to the barkeep, and then they take him upstairs, throw him in his room on his bed, and they're like, all right, we're going to keep watch. Mm hmm. So, so Alay takes the second watch that night, I guess early, early the next morning, and Asher wakes up and was like, well, I got a good night's sleep pretending to be drunk to fool these gray coats. <laughs> because he said the potions he takes um, doesn't allow him to get drunk at all or feel the effects of alcohol. The, the, the stuff that he took in when he was in Nightfall, he is no longer affected by alcohol. Yeah. So he sneaks out. Gives, gives the barkeep, barkeep money for his 
drinks from the night before and gives him a little bit more to get his weapons back and goes on to the stables to get Hector, his trusty and beloved horse. I love it. <laughs> it does so like sound like something the Witcher would do, though, because it's like, and I kept trying, like, trying not to relate it to the Witcher, but like, the Ranger, the Witcher, very similar, and then Hector and Roach. But is Roach a coward? Because Hector's a coward. <laughs> no, Roach is like, what you want me to do, Carol? What you, you want me to step on that bug? I got you. Yeah. Uh, Hector is just gonna be like, you see that you fight over there? Yeah. Fuck that. I'm out. Going that way. I'm done. So he gets Hector, rides out of town. Nathaniel wakes up. Completely, completely berates Alaith and is like, like you stupid idiot, idiot. you fell asleep, you let him go. So they start going after him, and Nathaniel's freaking out, and Alaith's just like, well, I'm just going to pop into this bakery here next to the stable since this horse is gone. And he's like, what are you doing? She's like, breakfast, motherfucker. <laughs> Come on now. Don't you understand what breakfast is? Goes in there. Gets, gets information that Asher had left through the east of town because the baker's wife had seen Asher pissing in the alleyway so between funny. the steed and the bakery. And Asher, I love that scene. Asher doesn't even like flinch. She's like, morning, morning, morning to you. Just, just like dick in the hand. Just like, hello. How's it going? Top hat on. I'm just hello. Tips the top hat on his head and then tips the other top hat on his head. Just, just tipping two caps. <laughs> so, uh, they do eventually catch up to him as he's attempting to cross a bridge into Velia. Uh, Asher is arguing with a bunch of Velian guards mm -hmm. to let him across the bridge. They're like, we're not letting you in to the arc. Our country without paperwork, and he's like, The fucking king wants to see me, asshole. Yeah. And Nathaniel comes up and he's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. We're gray coats. He's our prisoner. And they kind of look like the villain guards look at all the weapons on him. They're like, There's a lot of fucking weapons on a prisoner. Yeah. You sure about that? Because he's been arguing with me for like fucking 35 minutes. Yeah. You're very slow to get your prisoner back. So they do eventually let them through. At the beginning of this book, there's five different storylines going on. It was on. a lot. It was a lot. Change over to uh, Galanor Revere. Mm -hmm. Galanor's an elf who was sent to this island of Dragorn by the king of elves to attempt to infiltrate the school of magic for the humans on an adjacent island of Corcanic. Yep. So, so he's, he's got, got like six, six other elves with him. They're, they're essentially like a special forces team. That's, That's what I kind of associate Oh yeah, as. definitely. Yeah. And he, um, they're, they're trying, trying to find passage to Pocamp because mm -hmm. like all the, there's this crazy storm that's like going through the area and all of the boats have stopped going. So he wades out into the sea and does this little magic ritual and mermen show up. I love it. This was probably one of my favorite parts. So the mermen show up and they're just, he's like, he's like, yeah, I need you to take six of us to Corcana. And the merman's like, okay, for six of you, that requires six children. And he's like, six 
It's a lot of fucking children. It's six children. A lot of children, man. Someone's gonna notice that shit. Yeah, somebody's gonna. Okay. Three children and two women. Alright, man. What kind of voice is that? The merman's voice, didn't you know? The fact that they were like 20 feet long was interesting as well. Yeah, that freaked me out. I'm like, why are you so freakishly long? Long tails. Long tails. Compensating for something? I think so. Might be the hideous upper half. Anyway. Yep. Uh, Galanor returns to his team and they start plotting on how to steal. Three, three children, children and two quote-unquote quote beautiful prostitutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and during that talk, though, I thought this was funny. I forget which one it was. Like, I forget how they pronounce the name, so help me with it if you remember. But he, him and uh, his, uh, was it his wife? They're talking after he gets back about it. Oh, his his lover. Yeah, his lover. Alara. Yeah, they they're talking about it all, and he's like asking where the rest of them are, and she says that the one male is the one elven male is in the brothel, and he she's like you know he's not he's not uh, he's gonna be there for a while because he doesn't get tired out, and then he comes back and he's like. I had to go through so many women because I... They, He's like, I went through they, three of them last night. They couldn't keep up with me. Yeah, they they tire so easily. <laughs> I'm just like, you cocky little son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. So then they start planning on how to uh, get these women and children. I'm going to go ahead and take on a little trip over to Corcana. <laughs> just... Pause that for a moment. Where do we meet Gideon Thorne? <laughs> so many people. Yeah, we're tapping into three of the storylines already, and I think we're about 15 minutes into this. Yep. Anyway, so Gideon is sitting there inside of this large training room, just kind of like staring at paintings on the wall. He's like, uh. All, All of these, these magic cards, which are the, the people that lead Krokanis and the, the mages there, look really fucking old and just like miserable. I don't ever want to be like one of them. I want a life of adventure. I need a quest. It's time for me to Indiana Jones and shit. So, he hears footsteps outside, and it is his friend Abigail Rose leading in a group of. Third years that he had been asked to teach while the magic car and a bunch of the other like elders were away. Yeah. So they, he was supposed to teach them on meditation techniques and just like, oh, you know, Miss Rose and I here could show you some of the more advanced spells that you shouldn't be using, but you're going to. You're going to try. Let's go. So. They do, they kind of have this little bit of a mock battle, and of course, one of the people, one of the elders shows up and is like, you know, you were, you were supposed to be teaching them meditation techniques, and this doesn't seem like meditation techniques at all. They're like, I'm Mr. Grumpy. Thanks for coming. Thanks for stopping by. Good to see you. Yeah. We'll salute to you. Yeah. They get in trouble for that. And, and uh, Gideon's, Gideon's like, like Abigail, Abigail, I just, I just want a life of adventure. 
I know we're graduating in a few months, but I can't, like, stay here. I can't just sit here and do nothing. I can't just sit here and ponder the principles of magic. I need to do something with my life. And she's like, well, you could fucking marry me since I've been in love with you for, since we fucking met. And he's just like, ah, no. No, I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for that adventure. <laughs> she's like, I've got a thing that I like to call adventure. <laughs> Heavy breathing. <laughs> this is all things that I've just implied in the many times I've read this book. None of this is actually said. None of it is accurate. Please continue. Oh my god, this is like a really oversimplified version of this. Yes, because it, it, you could definitely go in and explain detail, detail, but at least you get the... It would take us so long. It would take us like six hours, and the audiobook was 15. Yeah. Yeah, so let's just stick to the stick to the smaller bits. Yeah, the oversimplified pieces. So they uh, they move on with their thing, and then we're on a boat <laughs> watching a princess through an owl. And then we're on a boat, and um, we meet the elven princess Reina Savari and her uh, guardian Phelan Haldor. As, as they, they are, are traveling, traveling from Ada to Ilium, because they're supposed to be ambassadors of the elves. elves. Yep, they're a forward team. They're a forward team. They bring invasion with them. Yes, which Reyna is not a fan of. No, she she does not like the way that like the elves have become in the last you know thousand years. Granted, she's only twenty seven. Yeah, but she's still technically a baby. In, yeah. in their, in their they, world. They see her as a child still. Yeah. Since, you know, elves are immortal. And they don't die of old age or natural causes. Mm -hmm. So they're traveling across and Phelan's trying to get Reyna to work on her, her magic. And she's just like, I really don't want to do this. Like, I got a bow. I got a sword. I'm pretty good with both of them. So what's up with the magic shit? And Phelan's like, your mother would be so... Unhappy that you think this way about magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Balin leaves Reyna to uh, study her magic mm -hmm. and goes up onto the deck of the ship where one person is controlling the entire ship. That's Morgan Morka. And Balin is speaking with Morgan, and Morgan's like, "You need to stop babying Reyna so much." Mm -hmm. And she's like, "This is what her mother wanted." And she was, he's like, "Her mother was an idealist." And a, and a fool. fool. Yeah. yeah. She, she left, left four years ago on her pilgrimage, and she was a moron for doing it. Yeah. And then Raina's owl goes ahead and lands on the, the stool, and they're like, oh, shit, I hope Raina didn't hear that. Morgan's like, fuck her if she did. <laughs> fuck this bitch. <laughs> now we're getting into our fifth and final storyline. <laughs> Through the eyes of the owl, Raina's mother, Adalandra, yeah. yeah. Is watching. And Adelandra is in the middle of Ada out in the fucking jungle. Yeah, with and like. People are yelling at her. They're like, Adelandra, Queen Adelandra, we need to run. <laughs> we need to go right now. Because they're being hunted by Darkakin. Yeah. And Darkakin are essentially savages. Mm -hmm. uh, they had been. They, they, at one point, they were part. They, they were in. Um, Ilian, Ilian. Mm -hmm. and, and they were pushed back, back. and there's the, there's, there's literally like a massive gate out in the arid lands, like in this mountain range. range. This gate is like, like fucking five hundred feet tall. Yeah, like 
and that, and that was, was put up by, by the elves and sealed, and sealed yeah. because the Dark Akin can't come back into Ilion. Yeah. yeah. So, but, so, but they're being, being hunted, hunted by, by, by Dark Akin mm-hmm. uh, in the jungles of Ada. Um, so they start running and running and running and... You know, you know, one of them, them gets shot with an arrow because there's only four of them left at this point. And then, and then all the hell breaks loose and they're fucking surrounded. Yep. yep. And they just start dropping like flies. And then Adelandra gets bludgeoned in the back of the head. And it's like, well, fuck, that was kind of quick. <laughs> that was a quick fight. Flashback to Asher. <laughs> and we're off to the another another along along with Nathaniel and Alaith. Mm-hmm. And they are traveling. They're traveling through Alborn on their way to Velia. Um, they they run into a storm. Asher wants to continue because he can literally see Velia like off in the distance. Mm-hmm. And Nate, uh, Nathaniel and Alayth are like, we need to stop. We're not like you. We can't just ride through this. Mm-mm. So they pull off in an alcove. And Alayth is just like, I just want to start a fire and get warm and all of this kind of stuff. And Nathan's like, you need to continue like your training. You need to make sure that like you're practicing your swordsmanship. And she's like, I don't want to. <laughs> She throws like a little tantrum. I don't want to do it. She stomps her feet. Yeah. And like, no. Storms <laughs> off with the with the sword dragging on the ground. She's like, <laughs> I don't want to do it. You do the force. I don't want to do the force. The first night they stop, they stop. He does. He helps with the trading. A lathe goes goes out and she. Nathaniel's like, a you need to go hunt for food. We're gonna fire. Like, get a fire started here. And, and a lathe comes back, back and, he's and he's like, like what, is what is this? Two squirrels? And a, and a hedgehog? Is that a hedgehog? Which honestly is incredibly impressive. impressive. Yeah. She can't hit a deer. No. But, but she, she can hit two squirrels and a fucking hedgehog. It's very impressive. Logic is not there, but very impressive. So they're like, they're like, well, I guess we're going to be eating a really small meal tonight. And Asher's like, I got this shit. They're like, where the fuck are you going? You're our prisoner. He's like, look, I'm coming back. Hector's here. <laughs> the only thing keeping me from leaving is Hector. He's like, Hector's here. All this kind of shit one night. Goes out, gets a deer. Brings it back. They eat. There's really no conversation or anything like that. And Alayth's just like, going to sleep. Deuces. And Nathaniel's like, fucking kidding me? Are you fucking seriously? Now I gotta wait until he falls asleep so I can fall asleep. Yeah. We didn't discuss shifts or anything like that. So it, they actually like they just kind of start talking. Yeah. And both of them find it strangely easy for each of them to talk to each other. They start kind of opening up and then both of them are like, oh fuck, let's go close them doors back up. <laughs> they, they have like the one of the best bromances like after a while. And it's just like, oh fuck, feelings. Close it. <laughs> oh yeah. Asher's like entire being is like, oh, what the fuck are feelings? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they start kind of opening up to each other and... Um, Asher finds out that Nathaniel's name is Nathaniel because he just keeps calling him Greycoat to this point. And he finds out his last name is Galfrey. Yeah. And he's like, oh, are you Tobin Galfrey's son? And he's like, yeah, I am. 
That means like, like oh, okay, you know, because Greycoats aren't supposed to, aren't supposed to like, like have families or things like that. Yeah. Kind of like the Night's Watch from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, they're kind of like Jedis, too. Like yeah, you, you, you can, can fuck, fuck, but you're not supposed to have fans. Yeah, you're not supposed to produce anything from the fucking. Right. So, and of course, Tobin Galfrey was like this legendary great coach. Yeah. Who started a family because he had Nathaniel. Yep. And, you know, he's like, oh, fuck, someone's going to, you know, talk shit to me because of my father again. Yep. And all of this kind of shit. He's like, like you know, I fought Tobin Galfrey at one point. And he's like... I never heard this story. story. All right, go ahead. Continue. You can you can start. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Proceed, please. So it starts telling the story about his father and whatnot. He's like, huh? And then they just go to bed. Yeah. Just just go to bed. Weirdest thing. Because <laughs> he's expecting to get some like harsh, like words from him about his dad, but he's just like, he was a good man. He was, he was like, like yeah, yeah, he was cool. cool. He was, he was like, cool. I, was, I was honestly a little sad to hear when he, when he, when he, he died. died. Yeah. Anyways, like, good night. And, and they're like, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that happened. And, and Asher's just like, I heard that your father died, like holding a pass from a hundred like savages from the north. Yeah. Or something like that. He was like, yeah, yeah. He was like sixty years old and did shit like that. Yeah. It's awesome. He was because it's my dad. He was a legend. So he was going to sleep. They ride for another day through rain and shit. Then they get to the outcropping. Yes. And that's when Alayth is like, I just want to warm up by the fire. And the thing is like, go through your forms. Yeah. And she starts going through her forms. And Asher's just kind of looking at her. And he's looking at Nathaniel. And he's looking at her. And he's looking at Nathaniel. And he's like, Okay. okay. Um, starts, starts giving a lathe like advice and shit like that from his spot. Yeah. Yeah, from, from his spot, spot just like, 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 oh, you you fight like an elf and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, like, and then he starts pointing out like, oh, that's that position's an elven position, or that that strike was an elven strike. You know, starts kind of giving her some tips on like how she can improve her. Form yeah. Things like that, and then like spars with her. Yeah. Like spars with her. Like picks up his sword and he's like, I'm not gonna hurt her. It's smart with it, shit like that. And, and you know, points out a bunch of shit. shit. So they, they get more food out, and they're sitting there eating, and then all of a sudden, banditos show up. And they're like, all right, we'll go ahead and take uh, all your weapons, uh-huh. and your food, and your clothes, and your horses. And, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and take the little lady there, too. Yeah, because it was like seven against the three of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... You do realize you're up against, like, like you guys are bandits. You're up against two gray coats and one asher. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you could have been just left against asher and still would not have made it out of their life. Yeah. So, you know, asher takes down, like, four of them. Nathaniel takes down two and Alayth takes down one. Yeah. And, he, like, asher looks over and sees the look on Alayth's face and he's like, oh, shit. This is a... Uh, this, this is, is her first kill. kill. This, this is, the is the first time, time she's like, like murked someone. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Asher's just like, oh, I can't even remember like what my my first or second one was like. And he's trying to think of what to say. And he's just like, oh, the second one will be easier, kid. Yeah. Oh, real words of comfort from the resident former assassin. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> it gets easier. Don't worry. <laughs> Murdering people gets easier? I guess so. They're like, well, I guess we can't stay here. And they ride on Drabelli. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fast forward to back to Dragorn. Yep. To Galanor and the crew. And they're preparing to assault, or no, they're preparing to meet with a dude from one of the criminal families of Dragorn, because Dragorn is an island that's not, it's an island city that's not associated with the other six nations of Ilion, but it is ran by four different crime families. And they're about to meet with a man from the Tregarian family. Yep. And they're like, okay, we'll see how this fucking goes. So Galanor goes and meets him, and he's like, what can, what can I do, I do for you, Mr. I don't even know your name. <laughs> and Galanor's like, oh, you, oh, you can, can call me, uh, Reverie. His last name is Reverie. Exactly. And he's like, you can call me Reverie. Reverie. He's like, I need three children and two women. And he's like, we don't sell people. Like, if you want slaves, go to the arid lands. They'll sell them to you there. He's like, He's like, but you, but you have, have whores. Yeah. You, you have whores, man. I just need two. <laughs> they won't come back, but I need two. He's like, I, you have whores, and I know you have children. So just get me some gold. Yeah. If, 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 he's like, we've got the gold, if that's an issue. He's like, no, we don't sell them. Like, we sell an unexperienced. We sell pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> we sell pleasure, not women, not people. Exactly. And he's like, technically, isn't that the same thing? But okay, whatever. Exactly. So they um, they decide that this isn't gonna work. So Galanor stabs this dude in the eye. He stabs him in the face. I literally read that and I was like, D- he did not. He did not just do that. Yeah. Just stab. Just stab him right in the fucking face hole. Face hole. <laughs> and, and um like they, you, know, you know all the other, other elves like burst into the place because there's Tregaran guards in there and they start slaughtering them and then they just like they're just like ninja, ninja scatter. scatter and then they're, it's, it's, it's like that little scene from Ratatouille <laughs> you know where like they open up the, like, the kitchen and all the rats are in there and they like stop and they go and then, and then everyone just like scatters in different directions yeah. That's, That's the elves after yeah. they kill all these people. That's the best <laughs> reference ever. You know that scene in Ratatouille? <laughs> Not any other movie. It's like, it's like that, but with murder. <laughs> Same thing. It's, it, I now will not tell the difference. It's just, am I watching The Rise of the Ranger? <laughs> He's eating the cheese and the grapes. Just like, oh, there's Galimor. Oh, it's Alaria over there. You go. Oh, it's Naveen. It's Naveen. You get it, boo. Okay, so. They scatter. Like the rats from Ratatouille. And um, they're like, they like meet back up in like their little hideout. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, that didn't go well. <laughs> that failed miserably. So they're just like, all right, team, we're going to split up. We need two of you to go watch like the guards to make sure no one follows us here. We need two of you others to go check out the whorehouse we've been keeping an eye on. 
and uh, Ilaria, you're staying with me because we're going to go in that bedroom and fuck because I'm horny now. From killing all these people. He's like, I need a release. I got this pressure. He's like, I got tension. got tension. I'll meet you over there. So, and then... That's, That's the story, the story of Galanor for this period of time. <laughs> Flash over <laughs> Mr. Gideon on Corcanus. Uh huh. It just it jumps around so much at the beginning. Yeah, but it's okay because timelines are going to come together. Yes. So flash over to Gideon, and um, he and Abigail are in trouble once again because Gideon had attempted to teach some some. Fourth, fourth years, years mm-hmm. a spell that they, they wouldn't have learned, learned shouldn't have learned for like another two, two and, one and one of them breaks their arm, arm. in like and two places. places. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I love that he was uh, Apprentice, Apprentice Huckabee, Huckabee. Uh-huh. that got hurt. I don't yeah. know why. Just Huckabee. Huckabee. Anyways, they um they get they get punished and they get sent to this one professor that takes care of like all the magical wards and things like that within Corcana to that protect it. Uh-huh. And they get there and they're like, Master Tibbet, why why do we need all these wards? Everyone knows that there's a fucking dragon yeah. under the school yeah. that is supposed to protect us. Yeah. And his name is Malayaf. They're like, why do we need all these? There, there is, is a dragon, dragon under it that is yeah. literally enthralled to the school that's been enthralled to the school for over a thousand years. Yeah. Because, because this dude started a war between dragons and people. And somehow people won. I don't understand this. I'm not sure. I need more explanation. But the people's one. The people's really can't. It really was the underdog in this one. So, so they literally like they captured Malaya. Also very confused as to how that was even able to take place. And they enthralled him to just protect this island in school, where he can't leave. Like he can kind of go do some hunting, but like he can't fly very far away yeah. or anything like that. So he just like chills in the school. I <laughs> love that too. He and, just chills. And, and, and Master Tibbet's like, well, if um, say someone portaled into the school, they teleported into the school. Yeah. Goliath would be triggered and then would literally tear apart the school with his claws to get to those people. Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> Well, maybe we do need these defensive wards that yeah. take care of them before that happens. Exactly. <laughs> so, Abby and um, Gideon go around testing all the wards in the school to make sure that they're still active and okay mm-hmm. and things like that. And then there's, you know, a bunch. They're, they're going back to their room and they or to their, their dorm and they hear a bunch of like six years that are like, oh my god, we just saw Malaya's tail. He's like, oh, that's kind of cool. cool. Or no, he's like, oh, maybe we'll see Malaya. She's like, he's having like a fucking first year. Yeah. Like, no one sees Malaya. He's more like a voiceless. And it's nighttime, and he's an all-black dragon. Yeah. You're not going to see him. Uh-uh. Maybe I thought I could. Maybe I will. Maybe I want to. I want to see him, damn it. Flashback to Asher. 
Asher, Asher finally, finally gets, gets to, to um, Belia. And Nathaniel and Alaith take him into the Grand Sector house in Belia, where they meet uh, Darius DeVale? Yeah, Darius DeVale. Who, uh, DeVale is a piece of shit. Yes. And I'm not a big fan of him. I hope nobody would be. He's, he is another member of the Greycoats, but he's kind of like the dude that they're training to be, like, the next, like... Lord Commander of the, the Great Coats, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Lord Marshall. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Lord Marshall. So he's just like, oh, well, thanks, Nathaniel. Nathaniel. <laughs> For bringing him here. Like, you're excused now. Yeah. Go on back to West and They, like, talk. They're, like, treating him like shit and all this kind of stuff. And then Asher makes him poop himself a little bit because he scares him. So then, so then take they take Asher to meet the king, king. and, and I, I love that the, the, the head servant for the king of Elia is just like, no, 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 no this would not do anything. You need a haircut, a bath, clean clothes, all this You need to get shit. shaved. <laughs> so Asher's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then three, like, busty maids come out of the, the corner, and he's like, all right, this is going to be kind of cool. Yeah, this is not happening. And then he's like, he gets cleaned up and whatnot, and he's like looking at himself in the mirror, and he's like... This mage just, just scrubbed the fuck out of me. I thought that was going to be a lot cooler than it was. <laughs> He's like, somebody took a sponge daddy to my back. <laughs> so he, um, he gets to meet the king. And the king is basically like, look, I heard of your talents. And I have a job for you. Uh, no one knows about this yet. But... Some elven, elven ambassadors are coming, are coming to Velia. We've been the chosen people for their first emissaries to come here. But they can't come into our port because of this storm. So they're traveling up the coast and they're coming in at the mouth of the river. At the mouth of the river. So. What was it? The, the mouth of the what? The river. But what does the river have? It also it has a mouth. <laughs> Cool, okay. <laughs> Just... And some would say, I believe uh-huh. this is the case, I think there's water. <laughs> I, I think. You think? Don't, 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 don't quote you. Okay, okay. So they, they, they're going, they're coming in at the mouth of the river. Okay. The river's mouth. Gotcha. Okay, I'm caught up. The river's talking. Cool, cool. It's, it's saying glug, glug, glug. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Because there's water coming out. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> okay, go. Are, are, are you seeing the picture I'm painting? 100%. Glug, glug, glug. So they're coming at the mouth of the river. And he needs Asher to go to the mouth of the river to pick up these elves and to bring them back. Because, because he doesn't think it would be wise for the first thing these elves to see at the mouth of the river is an army meeting them at the mouth of the river. I'm going to count how many times you say it. One, two, three. We're like 15. Oh my god, continue. So Asher's like, let me get this straight. You got, you got elves, elves coming here. 
and they, and they can't, can't come, come to the port. The port. So, so they're, they're going, going to the mouth of the river. And you want me to go to the mouth of the river to get these elves by the mouth of the river. That seems correct to me. And he goes, and he goes yes. Can you just run it again? He goes, what payment do you need to go pick up these elves by the mouth of the river? He's like, well, to travel to the mouth of the river. I'm going to need an account at Stowhold, which is a bank, not by the mouth of the river, but on an, on an island. <laughs> that will <laughs> never run dry as long as he lives. Yeah. Unlike, unlike the mouth of the river. <laughs> Not unlike the mouth of the river. Both of them will never be dry. And then he says that he needs to get, he needs to take both. Um, well, he, he says he wants five square miles of land on the coast as well. Yeah. Not by the mouth of the river. Gotcha, okay. And then he's like, okay, well, I've got... The, the, the gray coats, coats are going to come with you to the mouth of the river. And he's like, that Darius DeVale dude? I'm going to push him into the mouth of the river. How about that? But he requests specifically to have Nathaniel and... And Elaine come with him to the mouth yeah. of the river. Because he's like, cool shit, now I kind of like them. So he... He's like, okay, I will go to the mouth of the river. If you can have all of these things done... As, As my reward <laughs> for going to the mountain <laughs> oh This joke has been going on for way too, way too long. Way too long. I'm going to cut it right here. But I'm aware that it's making you laugh, which is why I'm continuing to do it. Because I really hope there's going to be other people that laugh as hard as you. It's just going to be every second somebody's just going to be in the car listening going, ha <laughs> <laughs> Like, how many times has this motherfucker said mouth of the river now? So many times. <laughs> so he um he's like, all right, that's fine, that's fine. I can do that. We're gonna pop on over to Nathaniel and Elaith, who are in a an inn on the outside of the city. I'm talking with my hands here, even though no one can see. No. Anyways, they're sitting in an inn on the outside of the city because after midnight. When, when the other place is still serving, serving food, Nathaniel's like, hey, eat, eat up. Because we're going to be back on the road for like five days after this. It's going back to Westville. All right? So enjoy the bed. Enjoy the food. Because we got to be Audi in the morning. like a mob mob guy all right listen we gonna go this way to the mouth of the river <laughs> yes so they're sitting there and um the door flies open okay it flies open and they're both just like it's ruckus and they look over and who is standing there darius deval darius deval Punch him in his mouth, mouth of the river face. face. <laughs> I'm gonna Anyways. punch him in the Duval. <laughs> and he's just like, hey, you two gotta come with us now. And he's all pissed off about it. And Nathaniel looks out the door and he sees 
he sees, he sees Asher, Asher there, there on Hector, Hector just kind of grinning, just like, hey, we're going to the mouth of the river. I need you guys to come with me. I need you guys to come to the mouth of the river. So, they set off towards the mouth of the river. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it's just so stupid. So now we're going to go ahead and jump back over to Dragorn. Okay. Let's so jump. jump. We're jumping. You can't jump over the mouth of the river. <laughs> God damn you. <laughs> oh my God. We're going to have a contest on like on Instagram and Spotify. You don't win anything, but if you can correctly count how many times Brandon says mouth of the river by the end of the podcast, congratulations, you have successfully counted how many times he says mouth of the river. I will give you a personal shout out in the next episode. Oh, that's cute. Okay. I will give you a personal shout out in the next episode. Good. Oh, there's going to be more. At some point, I'm just going to sneak them in there. So be prepared. I'm prepared. You might want to like start. You might want to rewind like probably ten to fifteen minutes at this point. Yeah. And start counting. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, so we're gonna gonna jump on over to Dragorn, back to Galanor. Mm-hmm. Back over to Galanor and his merry group of men and women and children. Yet. Not yet, sorry. But, but they're, they're about, about to. to. I jumped ahead. So, so he's, he's like, like teams in place, staring at this brothel. Girl, Girl he's been fucking is next to him, him perched like a cat. cat. Mm-hmm. Took that right out of the book. Yep. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> quote that shit. <laughs> quote, quote. Can't, can't cite it though. No. I don't, don't know a page, page number because, because audiobooks don't, don't have pages. No, they do not. <laughs> How do you cite an audiobook? <laughs> it was at this minute <laughs> and second. Yeah. In, in this chapter. I would say to this minute and second. Yeah. In said chapter. In said okay. chapter. Okay. Anyways. No. <laughs> So, so Galanor's like, he's like, like, all right, team, go. And strike. <laughs> and Galanor just like drops down into the street and like walks into this brothel owned by the Tregorn family and like hacks a bunch of people apart and is like, the Fendricks send their regards. The Fendricks were another crime family. Yeah. So like. 20 dudes like run out of the place after him and he's just like all right so i'm just gonna take a nice little jog across the city and uh leads them on a like a wild goose chase through the city and basically into a fucking gambling hall owned by the fendricks and runs in there and slash the dude in the face and is like the Tregarans run this town so So, the, the, like, the two gangs basically, like, come together and, like, start fighting each other in the damn casino. And Galanor's like, let me just go ahead and do a little dipsky out the back door. A little dipsy. <laughs> Sneaks on out of there, gets down to the, uh, gets down to the beach and meets the other peoples that he was with. 
and they've got the children who are crying. And the women who are confused. So confused. And also crying. And also crying. And he's like, all right, let's do this thing. Let's go. So they walk into the water, and then the mermen show back up again. And he's like, we've brought you your things. <laughs> because these are now your things. Yep, <laughs> these are now all yours. So they just, like, take the children and drown them. And then uh, two of the mermen grow legs and turn into mer people. Uh-huh. And then they come up onto the, the tree, or up onto the beach, and just kind of grab these women and take them on into the little cave ski. To make some hybrids. Uh-huh. Because that's why they said they wanted, they were trying to eat the children, and then... Eat the children and fuck the women. Yeah. What a... What a grand old time for the mer people. They're having their best life, okay? Well, I think they were that night at least. So, I, mean, I don't know if the women were, but <laughs> the, the mer people were. Well, I guess if that's all that matters to you, Brandon. I'm an elf bitch. I'm an elf bitch. <laughs> so Elves forever. The mermen, like, grab the elves, and they're like, all right, off to Corcana, and then, whoo, zoom them across the ocean. So then we we flash over to uh, Velia, and the Greycoats and Asher show up at uh, at the beach yeah, next to the mouth of the river. And there's the boat that the, that the elves were on. It's like beached there mm-hmm. next to the mouth of the river. But there's no one on it. The gray coats are like, hello, hello, is there anyone here? And Asher's like, yeah, they're out. They're in, they're in the woods. They're like, well, you fucking know. He's like, let's see. Three sets of footprints, two probably women, one's probably male. They, they leave away from the ship and into the trees. So they're just like, oh, fuck. And start like, out into the trees and whatnot, and then uh, they come across them fighting Arrakesh. Eight of them, and like the Morgan is on the ground. He's been hit with like a dart. So they start like the gray coats and Asher just like jump into the fray, and pretty much immediately all of the gray coats outside of Darius, Alath, and Nathan die. Yep, like nearly instantaneously. Yeah, they all die. Um, Nathan gets hit with like a kick and is about to get stabbed when he sees this blonde-haired woman with emerald green green eyes coming to like the focus and like slash this assassin in the face and kill him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Holy fuck! Is that my future wifey?" <laughs> so he's like, "This is the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. I'm absolutely." encapsulated by her so they fight on fight on nathaniel nearly gets killed again asher saves him this time and they end up defeating all of the arakesh and they're like all right what's going on elves we're the people that the king sent to the mouth of the river to come pick you up so, so we need to take you away from the mouth of the river, back to Velia. Uh-huh. And then, and then this, this dude comes out of the trees and, like, 
all black with a sword. And like everyone gets forced to the ground by his magical power. Except for Asher, who is somehow standing against it. And this dude's like, all right, maybe a little bit of a challenge. And uh, like starts fighting him. He's like, I don't understand why my magic is not working on him. And Asher's just like, oh, you think you got magic? I got magic too, motherfucker. Like throws a fireball at him and lights him on fire. Yeah. But the whole time, everybody's saying like, this, like especially for Asher, they're like, um, he doesn't even have like a, a, a wand or a magic ring. And like an affinity for magic. Yeah, like how's he... Like... Yeah, yeah, so, so he, um, uh, uh, like, he throws, throws a fireball at this dude and it lights this guy on fire. And then he, he's like, all right, I think we're good. Because the dude that's on fire, like, runs off into the damn, like, trees. Mm-hmm. Into this inky black hole in the trees. They're like, well, that's just weird. So they end up uh, escorting the elves back to Velia. And when they get there, they're like snuck into the city because the king doesn't want to know that like anyone to know that they're there yet or anything like that. And they get taken into the castle. The elves are introduced to the king of Velia, King Rengar and his family. And the gray coats are like, they're like, oh, you gray coats are like dismissed. Yeah. And Nathan's like, I just met this really attractive woman. <laughs> now I've got to go back to Westphalian, I guess. And, like, Raina's been, like, checking him out, too. Oh, 100%. Like, hardcore. 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 Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, she's like, well, shouldn't my protectors stay with me? And the king's like, oh, no, 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 we've got Valiant guards to do that. And she's like, no, 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 no. no. I want that one. I want I want, I want, that one. That one seems Specifically him. He seems yummy. I mean, protected. Yes. So Nathaniel's like, well, I guess we're staying here in Valiant for a little bit. Yep. And turns around to see Darius DeVale looking at a lathe like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like freaking out, and Nathaniel's like, "The fuck," and then realizes Asher's nowhere to be seen. No, so they're like, "When the hell did he slip away?" I will go ahead and flash over to Asher, who's sitting on top of a building. <laughs> he never even made it into the, like the castle. He just kind of like slipped away as they were going into the city, like. Yeah. Towards the palace. Into the palace. And he's like watching a bunch of gray coats like run down the streets looking for him and shit like that. <laughs> he's just like, oh, you're losers. And um, he's like, all right, well, uh, I know that the Arrakesh are going to be coming because they don't, like, if they fail, they send more people. And I'm going to be, uh, be watching and waiting. So he just... Basically, basically starts going on patrol. patrol. He's on patrol. Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> patrol. He's looking for the maniac. <laughs> so, flash over to uh, Galanor. Yes. Galanor makes it to Corcanneth. 
and he is sitting on, or they're all floating out in the water. Uh-huh. And one of their party is like, I'm heading towards the shore. And they're like, no, you idiot. Don't step foot on there. And they're like, no, 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 they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So they 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 sit step foot on the shore, and then all hell breaks loose. They hear this massive roar. Yep. Like, of over the thunder of the storm that's currently going on. And realize, okay, they fucked up. Yeah. Then they hear the beating of wings. And they start to see a shadow in the night. And one of the dudes pulls out a bow and he's like, I got this. Galinor yeah. looks at him he's like, no, you idiot, run. You don't have this. He's like, run, you dumb, dumb son of a bitch, run. Here. So they start running down the beach because they're very well aware that Goliath is now hunting them because they've come into Corcanath uninvited. Yep. Because if you're uninvited in Corcanath, it immediately sets off Goliath. Mm-hmm. So they're just, they need to be like they need to get an invitation to be there. Yeah. So they're running down the beach, and they find the tunnel that they that the people of Corcanath use to bring supplies into like their their storage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they they're running down there and they they get to a door and they're like we need to get this door open and then they hear Malayath land on the beach. And they're like oh fuck oh shit. Flash <laughs> over to back to Velia. Flash back to Velia and. Uh, you know, King, King Rengar is bringing the elves, elves around to meet all of the other diplomats and kings and queens mm-hmm. of Ilion. So they're going through, and then they finally get to the people they've been waiting to get to, which is the Magikar and the elders of Corcan. Yep. So they get to them. Uh, they start talking about magic and whatnot, and Raina's like, my father thinks that we could do really well helping each other because we want to know what the humans have been doing and how like how they've changed magic and things like that yeah and the magic car immediately is like any elves are always welcome at corkana flash over to gal <laughs> flash over this way <laughs> it definitely shows that they're not welcome <laughs> so they're all sitting there and they hear mount they hear Malayath land on the beach and they're, they can see that, like, the little bit of moonlight from outside is now blocked at the end of this tunnel. And they feel all the air being sucked out by the lion. Yeah. And they're all very well aware. If a dragon's doing that, fiery inferno is to follow. Yeah. So they feel the air getting sucked out of the tunnel. And they all freeze. And they start praying. And then... Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. They hear Malayath dive into the, the ocean outside. They're like, oh, it worked. They got us permission to be here. Like, we're okay. So <laughs> we're fine. They, they break through the door and they get into a Corcana. Jump literally above them to Gideon and Abby as they're like walking out. And that's when they see the sixth year standing on the railing and they're like, they're like, oh, it's Malayath, it's Malayath. And they jump out just to see, like, his tail going under the water. They're like, damn, that's, like, cool, because no one's really ever seen Malayath. Yeah. And they're like, the six years like, I don't know what he was doing, but he was trying to fit his head in that hole down there. Like, uh, the vigilant. 
Maybe, Maybe they didn't notice the six elves, elves running away from the lion. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, well, that's interesting. Flash down to Gideon. <laughs> Flash back down. <laughs> so Gideon is... Uh, Or not getting Galanor. 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 Galanor and the elves like are trying to infiltrate the school, mm-hmm. and they see one of the classrooms empty of all these students and whatnot, and they're like, "All right, now is our time to like pounce." Yeah. So they they go into this classroom and they find the teacher that's in there, and the teacher's like. Oh, hey, what's going on? And then the, the, he turns around and is like, oh, you're not students. Fucking elves. The elves. And he tries to, like, cast a spell, and the elves are just like, we got our own magic bitch. Yeah! Pink. So they, like, they torture him. They torture him for information and kill him. Yep. Flash over to... Bellia. So many flashes. <laughs> so, uh, Asher is still nowhere to be found. Um, Nightsfall has sent another assassin because the Arrakesh failed. And they send a man by the name of Rodosan who was kind of an equal of Asher when they were kids yep. and whatnot. And, and Nathaniel's keeping watch outside of uh, outside of Raina's door. Uh-huh. And, and Raina's opens the door she's like, I, no, I noticed you didn't get to eat at the banquet earlier. Do you want to come in? She's like, I've got some, got some little nibbles in here for you. You should come in and eat. And he's like, oh, food. Cool. Yeah, I could eat. Yeah, like that's cool. He's like, did, did you, you get this food by the mouth of the river? That's <laughs> what I need to know. If it came from there, I'm I'm a for it. If it didn't, I'm still gonna eat it. Is your mouth a river? Because I've got something that I'd like to flow out or into it. Are your legs? Are your legs the river? And something else is the mouth. No, no it, the something else would be the mouth, but I don't think the legs would be the river. The legs would be the bank. The stuff flowing out of the mouth would be the river. That's so gross. <laughs> but okay. Mouth of the river. Ew. <laughs> I'm just going to hear that later edited and go, <laughs> just, just shiver. Just cringe. cringe. Hashtag cringeworthy. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> And continue. <laughs> she pulls him in. To well, she doesn't really pull him in. He just comes in to eat the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they just like attack each other's faces. Yeah. With their with their face, they they're attacking each other's faces with their face. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, and Reyna basically like strips him down and is like, "Cool, time to fuck you." <laughs> Game on. That was, that, was, that, was that was Nathaniel's first time. He was a 30-year-old virgin. I know. It is really sad. <laughs> he took them 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 commandments of the knights, or the, the gray coats. Seriously. Seriously. Too seriously. 
super cereal. Super cereal. When he should have just had cereal. Like Al Gore about man bear pig. Exactly. Like, your dad is famous for breaking the one rule of like... Break the rule. Having sex and having a family. Like, just Anarchy. do something. Anarchy. 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 <laughs> so. Oh, my God. We're not even halfway through this. That's sad. I'm really going to have a half in. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So. They do the dirty. Do the dirty. They do the dirty. Dirty, dirty. Meanwhile, King Makaris of Namdor, which is the most northern kingdom, mm-hmm. is, an, is an agent of Valanus. Valanus. The elf who shall the, the elf who shall not be named. It's not as funny when you say it to Taylor. Shut the fuck up, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> They, they, they actually did pass King Makaris on their way to the mouth of the river. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's not as funny anymore. Why are you laughing? Because I don't know. Brennan. Mouth of the river. Oh my god. This you is can so, totally this... be a gay man. Oh, oh, bitch, I'm, I'm aware I've got <laughs> options, okay? And you picked him, yo! Oh my god. Holy shit. Okay. I'm really glad that got, all of that got picked up. That was good. <laughs> I'm really glad all of that got, that got picked oh up. Oh my god. Oh my god, okay, so Makaris is an agent of Valanus, and he's been sent in to help Rodosan kill Phelan and Morrigan while Rodosan takes care of Reyna. Mm-hmm. But they're actually looking for the ranger. Yep. So, uh, Makaris and his men move through the castle. They're like killing a bunch of dudes as they go through. And Makaris goes in for Morgan. And Morgan's like, You're gonna need to be a lot smoother than that to sneak up on an elf, motherfucker. <laughs> and then magic battle ensues. <laughs> so, which we don't really see a whole lot of that. No. So, uh, Nathaniel and Reyna are laying there in bed. Yes. And she's like, all right, he's ready for round two. So am I. And they're about to get into it, and she's like, oh, what doth my elven ears hear at the doorway? <laughs> Tis the mouth of the river. <laughs> No, she hears someone laying down someone in armor. Mm-hmm. That's just been marked. Mm-hmm. Keeled. Keeled. By the Unalived. Yeah, yeah, they were. They had the life stolen from them. Yeah. By the mouth of the river. Fucking hate you. Doth now, doth now mother know you weareth her drapes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I didn't even fit with that scene, but it's just so funny. <laughs> so, 
so <laughs> the door bursts open and and, and literally like three seconds Reina's like out of bed dick out out of bed dress on sword drawn <laughs> off like, dick out of bed like so fast <laughs> so good he's just like <laughs> what just happened? It's like my dick's still wet. <laughs> he was like, you were here, but now you're there. <laughs> I guess they are stronger and faster. <laughs> so, MacArthur's men break into the room as they start fighting. Nathaniel is like, I don't have a sword, but I got these fucking hands. The assassin, literally, the meme you just showed me. The assassin is like, I got this sword. How are you going to fight me with bare hands, dude? And Nathaniel's like, fuck around and find out. Find out. And then he snaps the dude's neck. Fuck. So, Reyna and Nathaniel uh, fight off these dudes. They kill all of them. And then Reyna's like, oh, the doors are open now to the balcony, which is odd. And, and now there's a trail of water into the room. Also I wonder, odd. I wonder who that was. And then she hears a... Like a gargling from behind her. Now that just that definitely sounded like someone just taking a big dick to the throat. She's <laughs> gagging. That's what she sounded like like 35 minutes prior to that, probably. Anyways. Anyways. Um... Nathaniel has a sword sticking out of his back. Well, from his back, through his chest. Yeah. Like a chest burster. But it was a sword. Okay. I got that the first time. So, Nathaniel's like, This isn't the mouth of the river. What are you doing? He doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. But Rodo's son is like, Where's the ranger? Where's the ranger? Where's the ranger? If you if you tell me where the ranger is, I won't hurt this man by the mouth of the river. I won't hurt him more than I've hurt him. So flash down down the wall there to Asher, who's climbing the wall and he's like scaling it. He's like he's like fuck. I'm getting old for too goddamn old for this shit. Uh-huh. Because he had seen Rodosan do it. And he was like, okay, that motherfucker's about my age. If he can do it, I can yeah. do it. So this 50-year-old man is just like, let me go ahead and climb that wall over there. I got this. And then he finally gets to a point. He's like, I, I don't got this. Uh-uh. So he uses magic to just levitate himself. I'm just like, dude, you could have done that for the fucking I know. It would have been so But he doesn't like the way it makes him feel. Aw. Poor baby. Just fucking levitate, man. That's what I want to see. So, he goes in, sees Nathaniel is stabbed. Did. Stabbed. 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 Got that thing in there. By the mouth of the river. His chest is now the mouth of the river. Oh. The mouth is the gaping wound, and the river is the blood. I knew what it was, but it just is funnier explaining it like a baby. Okay, children, the blood. 
Like, I don't want people to think out there that I'm mansplaining things to Taylor. No. I'm just trying to make her visualize, that's all. <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> you just hear. Listen, I'm an artiste, okay? Uh -huh. I'm attempting to paint a picture with my word hole. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, with my word yeah. hole. Like, if you saw my face right now, people, it's like... Annoyed. <laughs> but maybe yeah. because I've said mouth of the river 50,000 times. We need to be better at setting our scales together. 63 and 50,000. Somewhere in between there is an actual number, though I think it's lower than 53. Actually, it's fairly close, I think. I think it is, too. It's really annoying. Because I'm going to listen to it. So, uh... Asher fights Rodasan, blows him out of the fucking room, sends him down the stairs, they fight and whatnot, Rodasan's beating the shit out of Asher, uh -huh. and then Asher just, like, force-push, Jedi move, Rodasan into the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Phelan's just, we have no idea what's been happening to Phelan. Phelan's just been in the other room, just, like, fucking people up. And then Rain is just like, oh, that wall just shook, I think that was a person. <laughs> Hitting it on the other side. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're like, we haven't heard anything about Morrigan. Nope. So Reyna's there with fucking Nathaniel, who is, like, bleeding out from his mouth of the river. And, like, trying to do something. And then Phelan comes in just like, why is there a naked man in your room? <laughs> why is he naked? Doth your mother know you wear with her drapes? <laughs> More like sheets. Because he was wrapped in a blanket. Drapes, yeah. Drapes or blankets now? Really? Oh, yeah, I guess not. Go to the mouth of the river. Fuck you. Go to the mouth of the river and think about what you've done, Taylor. Gay. <laughs> so, so, um, Phelan's like, well, we probably should check on Morgan because no one's heard from him. They go into his room and she's just like, oh, God, what has happened here? Jesus Christ. MacArthur had, like, slunk off. He had gotten, like, all kinds of fucked up by Morrigan. Yes. Continue. Oh, my God. You are such a mouth of the river. That's the new word, bitch. You're such a mouth of the river. Oh, my God. Anyway, so MacArthur slunk off. He had gotten fucked up by Morrigan. But he fucked Morrigan up even more. And, and Morgan is dead. He dead. He laying there. He dead if I dead from the neck up, dead from the neck down. I was gonna say, he dead from like the sole of his feet up. Yeah, it's a great time. He dead from the crown of his head down. Mm-hmm. You know, he a little extra crispy. In one corner of the room is just like, we put, we thought it'd be cute to put like snow over here. <laughs> that is cute. So, uh, Morgan is dead. Yes. Ash Asher force pushed fucking Rotosan into the ceiling. Nathaniel's bleeding out from his mouth of the river. Uh, it's safe to say everything has gone to shit. Very quickly. Yes. So, um. Yeah, that's part one of this podcast. <laughs> We are running on a very tight schedule this week, and I've gone well off the rails yes. this week and caused this to go very long. So, if you would like to hear 
the continuation, continuation, continuation of this episode. Stick around for part two. Come next back week. next week for part two. This is a to be continued episode. And we will finish it one. next time. We will finish it next time. And if you can correctly guess how many times I have said Mouth of the River, including the one he just said, I will give you a shout out next week on next week's episode. Do not count mine, only count B's. Yeah. Because I think that's funnier. I only said it a few times. Oh, that one bit was very long. Yeah. Anyways, so. Tler. Yes, brother. Do you have any shoutouts this week? This week? Uh. Shout out to Kelly. Kells. Yeah. And our only fan, Deanna. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to shout out to all my options, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> start listening on your side, bitches. <laughs> it's Andy. <laughs> Currently headed fuck. Couldn't even get into a mouth or a river. Anyway, part two will be out next week, and I will give. If, I swear to God, if someone fucking counts this shit, post it on fucking Instagram to, to one of our posts about this episode. I will give them a shout out, first and last name. And if you message me and and tell me what you want me to say, I will say it verbatim within means. Okay. Within means. Within means. Yes. So, uh, like, share, follow, comment. Comment. Uh, let your friends know. Let your enemies know. Yeah. Everybody loves us. Yeah. We're like Raymond. Everyone loves Raymond. Everyone loves Taylor Brandon. <laughs> but everybody hate Chris. <laughs> Especially Will. <laughs> so fucked up. Okay. So, uh, until next time, follow us on Instagram at Off the Books Podcast. Follow me at Mr. Humerick. Me at Taylor Cough 99. Taylor Cough 99. And uh, we will see you guys next time. See ya. Remember to keep that shit off the books, too. Keep it off the books. And out of the mouth of the river. And out of the mouth of the river. Bye, guys. Bye.